This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you to the Warning Radio program as well as those watching on social media or television Welcome. I have with me again Dr. Willie Broad Tika. He's a refugee from Cameroon. Dr. Tika, welcome back. Thank you, Dr. Jonathan. My pleasure. Why don't you tell us the name of your ministry? I run a ministry called Gospel Heroes World Missions, actually an apostolic movement that focuses a lot on the Great Commission, solving the discipleship and uh, also igniting the passion for soul winning and discipleship in the life of believers. So basically, in a nutshell, um, that's the kind of ministry which I run. And we focus quite a ho- we, we focus a lot on evangelism. Um, and at the moment, also, we are training special evangelistic chaplains for hospitals and nursing homes. And our goal is to get these chaplains into every hospital, nursing home, in every nation of the world by 2030. It's called um, Operation Last Hour Rescue. Okay, Thank you. very good. I know I've I've uh, been with you personally several times in Dallas, Texas area, and uh, I find you truly a uh, wonderful ambassador of Jesus Christ with a heart of God, reaching out to nations, a true, again, kingdom man kingdom builder. And I I believe that's why I've had you on my program several times now, because of who you are in Christ Jesus. Now, again, I mentioned that you were from Cameroon. Uh, You actually had to flee there. Uh, I think they wanted to arrest you and or kill you. Is that correct? Yeah, correct. And that's because you were speaking the truth. Exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, if we speak the truth, Jesus said men will... uh, Love us or hate us. He said, if they persecute me, they'll persecute you. And so, you know, that is truly what a man of God is, one who is either loved or hated. Uh, There's not too much middle ground unless you compromise. Uh, What do you you think about that, Dr. Tika? Yeah, um, most definitely. um, The Bible actually teaches us that anyone who desires to live righteously will suffer persecution. You see, because um, people naturally gravitate towards the status quo. They generally gravitate towards the status quo. People by nature do not like discomfort. Anything which would be discomfort or taking them out of the comfort zone, they wouldn't want it. You know, so people oftentimes, uh, irrespective of whatever values are being breached, 
um, if confronting such situations would mean to take them out of their comfort zones, they will not, you know, they will not um, give into that. So um, as a minister of the gospel, we've been called to shine the light. We've been called to address issues. We've been called to to point to, to bring the nation back to righteousness. And it's a mandate where, um, it, of course, it's the responsibility of every believer or every minister of the gospel as well. So, but the, the general nature is that um, whatever is ungodly, for example, benefit people. So they, 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 want, they want to compromise values because of whatever they may be benefiting in that. And so it makes it very challenging as a minister when you, are, when you, when you begin to address such issues, you know, um, then the thing that you are kind of like fighting or coming against what is time to benefit. And of course, so um, it, endangers, it actually endangers your life. Ladies and gentlemen, again, you're listening or watching The Warning Program. This is Dr. Jonathan Hans, and I have Dr. Willie Broad-Tika. He's a refugee from Cameroon. He had to uh, flee Cameroon as he was speaking the truth, and tyranny over there was driving him out. The nation is under tyranny. There's actually a, a civil war going on even now. Just like in America, if the church doesn't rise up, doesn't rise up and stop the the tyranny going on in America right now to take away our freedoms and and put us under a, a communistic uh, dictatorship. Only the church can rise up and stop it. If it doesn't, persecution is coming to America. I mean, can you see that, Doctor Tika? Oh, most definitely. Um, most definitely, it's it's something which I mean, when you look at the scriptures, for example, every time uh, a nation living compromised. Danger is going to eventually show, show forth, either immediately or sometime later, you know. So it, it, it's just but the normal phenomenon, you know. And I would say you are absolutely right in saying that. Ladies and gentlemen, I am leading right now also, besides World Ministries International, Eagles Saving Nations. We're trying to get into the national football stadiums, into the professional basketball arenas and other arenas, civic centers, not only in America, but around the world, as they're trying to topple the nations, take away our sovereignties, take away our borders, and uh, do exactly what the Book of Revelations warned about. They're trying to control us. Eventually, they're coming down with the mark of the beast. They want to control each and every person. We got to get into the arenas, football arenas, basketball arenas, civic centers, other forums, and let the church rise up. We want, again, Pentecost to come down and uh, fall once again on the body of believers that will come to those meetings so they can go forth like Peter did. Peter was a coward. He, he was a liar. He ran. He hid. He lied. But after Pentecost, he boldly spoke and 3,000 were saved. Truth takes away deception. Prayer brings conviction. We've got to have another great awakening. The church has to rise up and stand. Stop the destruction of America and other nations. My phone number is 360-629-5248. 360-629-5248. My website is www.worldministries.org. www.worldministries.org. Subscribe to Eagle Saving Nations. Help us get into the stadiums. Help us see America once again, have another great awakening and repentance throughout this land so God can spare it from judgment, from 
evil men trying to topple it and moving you into persecution under communism. Eagle Saving Nations join today. Uh, Dr. Tika, again, uh, you see what's going on here. You've been in a country under tyranny. And so uh, what's your great concern? I would say, first of all, uh, in a nation where the church is very active, the world cannot be a threat. In a nation where the church is very active and actually becomes the bearer of light, whatever happens in the society cannot be a threat. Um, so whatever happens to the USA, the, 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 the challenge would be the church. And, and what do I mean? Um, it's the responsibility of the church to be able to stand out for righteousness and to shout out for God, pointing the people back to the standards of God's word. You see, Bible, when you study the scriptures, you would realize one thing every time. But the Bible makes us to understand in First Chronicles chapter 15, 1 to 3, it, it makes us to understand something very important. It said, for a very long season, Israel was without um, the, true, uh, uh, the true God because for a long season, Israel was without the law, without the true God, and without a teaching priest. And because of that, Israel went into captivity, went into all kinds of things. You know, uh, people became a lot to themselves. They, they did what seemed okay for them. You know, and, and the Bible says all of that was because though they were priests, they were not teaching priests. And, 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 and that is always going to draw the line for a nation to be destroyed. Or, for example, it will entail the church to stand up if God will show mercy. So I think that whatever is happening to America, for example, like politici politicians projecting more um, the, the gay agenda, for example, and all of that stuff. The question is not, it's not actually what the politicians are doing. The real problem is, what is the church doing with regards to that? So the church is supposed to stand out rightly and say enough is enough. The church is supposed to stand out outrightly and stand for God, stand for righteousness. In fact, it is Second Chronicles 15 from verse 1 to verse 3. For a very long season, Israel was without a teaching priest, without a law, and without a true God. So I think that whatever is going on in the nation... It's a call for the church to wake up. It's a call for pastors, for believers, for Christians to say no, enough is enough. We will not sit down and allow the ungodly drive the nation to ungodliness. So it, it's a call is for the church to really stand up if God was spare the nation. When, when the Lord was going to judge Sodom and Gomorrah, the Lord came to Abraham and Abraham began interceding, Lord, if you would find 50 people. Will you still destroy the land? The Lord said, no. What about 40? The Lord said, no. What about 10? The Lord said, no. So Abraham was counting or he was expecting that because his nephew Lot was in Sodom and Gomorrah at least, even if he wasn't very active with regards to soul winning and, and things like that, at least they should have at least had at least 10 people in the land. So Abraham interceded and ended at the level of 10 because he believed that at least you would find 10 righteous people in Sodom and Gomorrah. But when the Lord went down to Sodom and Gomorrah, he didn't find even up to 10 people. So God rained down judgment on the land. What if Lot was witnessing in Sodom and Gomorrah and actually raised souls for Christ? That nation will not be destroyed. So I think it becomes, it, it's a challenge to the church. It, it's a challenge to the church to wake up. If God is to destroy or to judge America, the very first person to be blamed will be the church, not even the politicians. Because we have the power as a church to say no, enough is enough. 
Well, I believe that with all my heart. I preached a couple times this weekend, and both churches I preached on guard sheep from wolves. Guard sheep from wolves. And basically talking about how Paul was warning with tears that wolves were going to come into the church and eat the flock, fleece the sheep. And he was crying and, and with tears trying to warn the church and the Ephesians. And that's exactly what happened. And that's what is happening today. There's a twisting of the Bible. Uh, they're trying to evolve the word of God. Wolves have come in and made money out of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Instead of worrying about the souls of saints. They want to sell a prayer for $1,000 to heal cancer. I mean, wolves are in the church, Dr. Tika. That's right. Exactly. I'll tell you, you made a comment about uh, 10 in Sodom and Gomorrah. Well, God knew there wasn't going to be 10, so he readily agreed to that. God can see what's happening in a nation, yet that is not a yardstick. That is not a yardstick. Oh, my country has more than 10. That is not a yardstick. Of course. <laughs> so God knew. I mean, a lot of people think it's a yardstick. I, I've heard them tell me time and time and time again. And I said, no, that was a one-time example for that one-time city that God knew they couldn't find 10, so he readily agreed. But that is not a yardstick. In fact, uh, you and I were in Dallas not too long ago, and we talked, and you made a comment that actually America is worse than Sodom and Gomorrah, because right now it's not just homosexuality and lesbianism. I mean, what do they got? 28, 30 different classifications of uh, types of uh, people engaging in, in sex? Yeah, exactly, and... It's interesting you you actually mentioned that because I, I actually have a book which would be on Amazon hopefully by Friday this week. The title of the book is The Battle of the Eye. And it's a book about overcoming the power of seduction. And one of the things I was talking about the book is has to do with things like mass shootings. I said at times, you see, because when you actually meet these people, or if you were to meet these people who get involved with mass shootings and all that stuff, you will discover they are coming from a place of depression. They could be coming from a place of depression, or they, they could be coming from a place where growing up as kids, um, they never grew under tutorship of the parents. And I said something in the book, which I think is very important, which had to do with Hollywood, for example. When, when you look at what uh, Hollywood and these uh, um, entertainment industries and all that stuff, even the porn industries, for example, when you look at what they do, you will find that a lot of millions and millions of Americans are addicted to porn, for example. And uh, these industries seem to be legalized. In, in doing what they're doing. And they will tell you, well, um, it's not for X-rated whatever, or, or do not watch it for below 18, for example, but who, who is going to listen to that? And then in those movies, they, they create very false impression, like the, on the issue of sex, for example, they create very false impression and fantasies and all that stuff, fantasies that a normal human being cannot give to a person. And because of that, people get so addicted with things like that, they get into masturbation and stuff. As a result of that, they cannot... At the end of the day, they cannot satisfy their, their, their legally married spouse and it results to one problem to the other, to one problem to the other, and then there's a divorce. And then the man gets into stress, into depression, and decides to take away his life and says, I'm not going to die alone. I'll take away some people with me. And he goes and shoots and stops. So I, I said something in the book. I said, even Hollywood and uh, some of these porn industries, they, they, they have to be held accountable over some of the things happening in the U.S. because... You see, if we do not identify the root cause of certain problems, we will never be able to solve those problems. 
Well, you're exactly right. I mean, uh, Hollywood is instigating a lot of the trouble uh, as they warp people's minds with their their uh, stories on their films and things like this. And, you know, even our, many of our politicians that call for protest, in other words, defending violent protests like BLM and, and Antifa, so many defended them. I mean, this is just heresy. I mean, the politicians themselves that defended them should be arrested. And you just about take out the whole Democratic Party, uh, Dr. Tika. That's right. <laughs> they defended the burning of America for all those months. That's terrible. You watched it. I watched it. The whole nation watched it. And, and people around the world watched America burn. And uh, our Democratic Congress led the charge in defending them. May God help us. May God help the church. May God help the land. May God help the, the leaders. Paul said and, and, in, in Acts 28 through 31, I've been with you before and you know what I stand for. I have served you with humility and tears. I've preached in your church from house to house. I've done it all under great trials and persecution. I have kept nothing back from you. Then with tears, he gave this sober warning. For three years now, I've warned you night and day with tears about what I see coming to the church after I'm gone. Now I want to hear you to hear this warning one more time. And he goes on, the Holy Ghost hath made you an overseer to feed the church of God, which he has purchased with his own blood. You overseers, bishops, leaders, feed your flocks to prepare them. Fill them with God's pure word. Savage wolves and deceivers are coming. They're going to take aim at the weak. For I know this, that after my departure shall grievous wolves enter in among you, not sparing the flock. Also of your own selves shall men arise, speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after them. Therefore, watch. You know, the Apostle Paul with tears gave warning for years what he saw coming upon the church as wolves in sheep's clothing, as men of God, as pastors, etc., fleeced the flock, twisted the word of God, made money off people. Dr. Tiga? Yeah, that's right. Exactly. And I think the, the role that Paul the Apostle actually played, God really wants to raise people today that can, that, that can play that role. In fact, the church needs to be able to wake up. We have to realize that our first loyalty is not even to the nation. Of course, we should be loyal to the nation and all that stuff. But our very first loyalty is to the scriptures, is to God's word. And whatever is contradictory to God's word, then, of course, we would be able to oppose that and stand against that no matter what uh, comes our way. You know, and, and, and I think that's very vital. That's very important. Every pastor must be, be able to ask the sincere question, why am I a pastor? What have I, what have I been called to do? What does the Bible expect? What, what are the values that the Bible projects and all of that? And I think we, sh we need to come to that realization and to realize that as ministers of the gospel, that is our assignment to, you know, Christ taught the disciples about how to pray in Matthew chapter 6 from verse 9 to verse 13. And in his teaching of how to pray, he says, our, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. And that must be the focus of every Christian leader, of every believer. What is God's will? How are things being done in heaven? I agree. 
You're listening again or watching the warning program. I have Dr. Yeah. Willie Broad Tika. He had to flee Cameroon for speaking the truth of, of the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm going to read you a couple of statements from uh, David Wilkerson. He's with the Lord now, but what a fantastic man of God. No comp, you know, he did not compromise and a true watchman prophet says, show me a preacher who never exposes sin who doesn't show people the difference between the holy and the profane, who doesn't mention repentance or judgment, but instead says God wants to make you rich and prosperous. And I'll call such a man what he is. He is a wolf. He has substituted the cross for cash. Wow, Dr. Tika. Exactly. Absolutely. He goes on to say, let me describe such a modern day wolf. The man I'm thinking of, is one of the better-known prosperity preachers in America. A few weeks ago, this was his message. You have heard about the coming of Jesus. You have heard he can return at any time. I tell you, that's impossible. He can't come until you're prospering, until you get a nice car, until your dream house. He simply can't come until then. That's serious. <laughs> Here's another statement. He says, I recently watched a video sent to me of a prosperity conference. The theology stated at that conference, find the most prosperous preacher you know and give him money. The blessings on him will flow into you. The prosperity pastor stood on the platform and described his cars, his plane, his house, his diamonds, a dog he bought for $15,000. He declared, I'm going to build a house that Solomon would be proud of. Then when the people in my city see my mansion, my Rolls Royce, they'll know there is a God in heaven. I my mean, God. my goodness, Dr. Tika, this is heresy. My God, that, that's, a, that's terrible. That's serious. Yeah. But the worst of it is, he said, as he spoke, people walked up, stuffed money in his pocket. Others filed forward and laid money on the stage. Still others threw money toward him. Then a man started singing, run for the money. Some fell prostrate while others ran about the auditorium singing, run for the money. David Wilkerson, beloved, it shocks and amazes me how Bible-believing pastors and Christians can be so deceived. My God, my God, my God, God have mercy. God have mercy. That's really what I can cry about, you know. Um, you see, and, 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 and I think that the reason is because uh, most of us, we are we are preachers who are not broken before the Lord. We are preachers who haven't been been broken before the Lord. And so even preaching the gospel, we're doing it from our, our own selfish ambitions and the things which we want to gain. Um, there was this man who came to Christ and said, Lord, I want to be a disciple. I want to follow you. He was very wealthy. And Christ said, okay, go sell all you have and give to the poor. Then come and follow me. And he refused. He wasn't willing to do that. He wasn't willing to let go his his prosperity to follow the master. And Christ to that, he said, um, it's even much more easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to get into the kingdom of God. And I think that um, we, we, we we have to be able to arise towards that. It, we, our consciousness to uh, our relationship with the Lord needs to be reawakened. So we get to the point where we know that um, we are not serving God for whatever we can gain and all of that. But we should be serving the Lord because we, we, we realize he's God and he's the owner of our souls. And, and if that's our focus, if our focus is God, you know, we will not be moved by the mundane things of this life, sincerely. I think such a person um, still needs to 
get born again again. The emergent church lies that teaches the Bible is evolving. The mainline churches have nullified sin. They bring drag queens into their church. Uh, again, they accept every form of sin, every sin of abomination, uh, abortion, homosexuality, lesbianism, everything. Uh, this is a problem in America. The church has failed God. The church has failed America. The church is dysfunctional. The church is backslidden. Certainly you have some churches that are on fire, but even those that are not part of the mainline churches, even independent Pentecostal charismatic, even if their statement of faith is good, yet they're watching movies, they're attending public schools and universities, they they have been brainwashed into accepting again alternate lifestyles. We need another great awakening or this nation is damned. It's going to be judged by God. It doesn't matter who you put in the White House or the Senate or the uh, House of Representatives. You can put the most conservative people in. Even Republicans accept homosexuality. Unless we have another great awakening, this nation is coming under judgment. Join Eagles Saving Nations now. Let's push for another great awakening. Let's get into the stadiums and let Pentecost come down. Go to my website, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org. Subscribe. Help us get back into the stadiums and bring Pentecost back to America with a mighty, mighty outpouring of the Holy Spirit and a repentance throughout this land. God bless you. Thank you, Dr. Tika. Thank you, Doctor. My pleasure being on your platform. God bless you mightily in Jesus' mighty name. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.